Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, episode 78, where we will be speaking with none other than Grasshopper Steve, who will come on and give us an update as to how his group has grown over the last year or so since he was last and first on the show. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm going to catch up with my lovely co-host, the, the co-host with the most, Dave Harvey. Dave, hey, welcome, mate. Again. Right. I'm very well, thank you. Um, I'm pleased. It's a Friday, end of the day. It's just ah, oh, weekend. Weekend is here. I believe there's going to be some sunshine out. Looking forward to the long runs. How about you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having. Actually, I've been off this week. I was going to say having a weekend off, but no, Friday. <laughs> Friday always comes with that sense of completion, that sense of hope, and looking forward to the weekend only to get to three o'clock on Sunday and have all of that anxiety just kind of explode back into your body about work the next day. So, yeah. but I was going to say, dude, like there is no, <laughs> there is, there is no such thing as a week off or a week off or a day off or even an hour off for a parent, Dave, as you're going to find out for the second time around soon. <laughs> yes, indeed. indeed. <laughs> it's actually um, probably about six weeks away. It might be less, but it's booked in now. Oh, so brilliant. We don't know. So the uh, Hetty before she was born, we, we called her Roy. Because we thought it was a really funny name, and I don't know any Roy's. I haven't known any Roy's for thirty years. Mm. <laughs> um, so we called her Roy just for a laugh, and so Roy too is due twentieth uh, of March. So brilliant, brilliant, yeah. exciting yeah. times, man! Yeah. Exciting times. The second coming of Roy. That's it. <laughs> get your get your training in now. Get your sleep get your sleep in now and stuff like that. But how is how is training for you? How's the how's the running going? Have you enjoyed coming down to to Portsmouth a couple of times for a run this week? Yeah, it's been a change. It has it has. Um, I've I've not been at work, so it's been nice to have a little bit of freedom. Um, but that said, that we I don't know if this is like a new winter thing. This never happened to me before, but seems to have had this like underlying cold for about three or four weeks now that has ne- hasn't really developed into anything, only has just kind of like put a stick between my spokes when it comes when it's come to running. Okay. Because like every time we've gone out and tried to do tempo or hill reps, I've just had no zip. And that kind of feeling that you can't go any faster, you're not getting out of breath, but there's no speed to access. Mm. And, um, and then this week on like, Tuesday it must have been Tuesday or Wednesday suddenly I just got this like cold but it lasted about 36 hours yeah. and now it's totally gone it's, it's so strange I don't know if it's like a post-covid thing or what but I know other people have said on Facebook and stuff about having this like month-long kind of cold but not it's not really a cold I don't yeah. know if it's like, maybe those horrible vaccines or something like that that was I don't, like I don't, DNA. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It kind of feels a little bit like, and you know, you hear this from a lot of people who are like training, like doing running at the moment, but it just feels like the world is blanketed in this like disease and germs at the moment. I don't know whether it's like a, I don't know whether it's just our state of mind because we yeah. had COVID and the whole COVID thing was pumped into us on news and radio and social media and everything like for like so many years, but it just feels like, there's just like we're always down with illness like the training's never quite full like where we want it to be yeah do you have the same yeah 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 i have and actually um for the last probably couple of years um have always got to that kind of peak week in training and then got unwell as well and that's either because i'm not eating properly or not protecting myself enough not getting the right stuff in or just unlucky and you know in those kind of peak weeks kind of um 
exposing myself to something that's probably not wise. Is it is it is it PC on the podcast to uh, to talk about age and kind of like how that affects? Because <laughs> honestly, like yeah, I've I've said it before, but I'm, I I feel my aches and pains so much more, and Dude. my yeah, energy levels are hard. I think I think I am definitely feeling a natural a natural slowdown now. Oh, like, I, I, I can't get my threshold up, up to where it used to be at all. My heart rate just just goes blows through the roof. I'm I'm knackered and I'm I'm about five to ten seconds out at the moment and I just can't I can't get back. Yeah, it's it's not like overtraining or anything like that, is it potentially? Or well, yeah, probably. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you do the gym as well, I'm just wondering. Like I know that that's happened to me recently, like in the past, that I've suddenly kind of started to overtrain or do more of something and then mm. suddenly like heart rate just goes through the roof or yeah yeah yeah. more yoga dave tell us listen you you did some um some interesting yoga today you were going to kind of mention about what it was you did and then also something about some uh what was it some some yoga classes that are coming up and stuff but yeah yoga, i mean just just very quickly before you start like i've i've spoken to a, a friend of mine who runs in the area a lot of people a lot of listeners will know him, neil collins probably pro- I, to me Pound for pound and, and speed to speed and when it's age and everything concerned, he is the best runner in Portsmouth. Uh, yes. He's he swears by yoga, so he does a yoga routine every morning that he's kindly sent me, um, and he reckons he's, he he reckons without that he would just be you know feel like me a bag of spanners, but says yeah. uh, says the yoga is good. So so tell us, do you feel the same? So yeah, I've I've felt like a bag of spanners for a long time now actually, and I've had this glute or which we call it the butt muscle. The butt muscle has been um, really, really annoying me for a long time now. And um, when I was just before I did Lon Lass a couple of years back, two, three years ago, I did a lot of yoga and I was incredible. Like, you know, my mobility was good. My mental health was better. I was much more relaxed. Mm -hmm. And I just used to do yoga all the time. And it got to the point where my endurance was went through the roof as well and I was just you know I felt much better as in my body um I didn't have niggles um all of the cramps went away that I used to get down my left leg um and and you know like just had fewer problems so I've been meaning to do to get back to it because you know it just it slipped so yeah um signed up to Lano Yoga recently and they do like a intro deal for I think it's 49 pounds for a month of unlimited yoga so it's sort of like an intro to go and find all of the find out what you like and they do okay. uh, they do hot flow so they heat the room up really nicely to about I think it's like 36 37 degrees and that man yesterday I I did it after a tempo run and I was sweating like a monster it was like just my face was leaking and it was a real real decent workout as well okay and i came out of it and i was just like wow man my like had this sense of peace you know because um it's it's essentially yoga's meditation isn't it yeah like had this like renewed sense of peace um and my my joints and my my back and my butt muscle just like just felt so much better um and it was the second time I've done it this week because I did hot flow early Monday morning as well. And then I think I went for a run with you after it, actually. That's right, yeah. And, um, and it, you know, doing that run, just my hips felt so much freer. Mm. Um, so I know, like, the flow stuff works, but they also do sort of gentle yoga, um, uh, sort of, like, different types of flow. They do it without heat, classic Hatha yoga. 
um, Ashtanga yoga and they do Bikram or well, it used to be Bikram. I don't know if anyone's seen that um, Netflix documentary, but there was a no. bit of sex scandal around Bikram yoga, I think. So they've had to change the name to 26 and 2. And that one, they 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 heat the room up so it's 50% humidity and heat it up to 40 degrees and do a series of 26 postures and two wow. um, pranayamas, which are breathing exercises. So I'm going to go and give that a go as well, because I think it's probably worth, um, you know, carrying on with it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give it a bash. If you if, if they've got still got that instruct introductory offer on, I'd definitely like to go and give it a try. Yeah, yeah. And if you've not done it before, they do on a Thursday evening, I think it is, they do like a uh, beginners and basics. So you can, so there's no pressure to kind of, um, you know, know what you're doing. And actually, it does say that all of their, um, all of their yoga is for all levels. So you can go there as a beginner, beginner as well. Okay. Um, and I noticed that I sent you earlier, they have uh, on saturday this week for 20 pounds um yoga for sports performance for with someone called laura collins i think it is okay laura i don't i've not met her but apparently she's a um a triathlete an ultra marathon runner done ironmans and numerous marathons half marathons 10ks and triathlons okay um so she's doing postures and um postures that target the main muscle groups used in popular sports as well as breathing techniques that can be used before and after training so that sounds like it's probably worth giving a go one week cool yeah for only for only 20 quid and two hours long so it's not bad sounds good well listen, listeners listeners yeah. out there anybody want to try yoga come come join dave and i for, yeah. a, few, for a few sessions of hot sweaty yoga yeah definitely. <laughs> maybe we should go in um next time i'm there because i think i want to go like monday tuesday or or Wednesday morning, maybe something like that. I can ask if one of them wants to come on and tell us all about it. So yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, good yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Mention it. I, I mean, I hear I, so many people do it, and, and you hear more people kind of signing up for it, and people always say good things. Like like you said, it just makes you feel like a lot different and manages the the pains and recovery and the training a bit better. I don't know whether it helps yeah. kind of like the running uh, feel easier. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I need to go and experience this because I need it yeah. bad. I need but a bad day. There's, there's like the sense of peace that you get after it as well is just amazing. So, hmm. like it's uh, and and it's all it's all like ancient practice, isn't it? That's been um, from India, I think. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear what the actual kind of history of yoga is, but it's, it's thousands of years old, isn't it? Oops. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of kind of like practices out of out of that area of the world that have come through. Have you like I think we spoke the other day about the Shakti mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I bought Natasha one for Christmas and uh, she's she's tried it once, but yeah, it was, we, we bought like, they come in three, if you buy like an official Shakti mat, they've got three levels. So one is like a an introductory where if you're not used to lying on, on sharp objects on your back, um, it's a good place to kind of start. And then I went for the second, the medium option. And then there's a third where the spikes are like a lot longer and sharper. Yeah, um, but there's fewer of them, isn't there? So there's less surface area. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know whether they could actually pierce you and you, you could end up looking like a kebab. See, I, I've got a Shakti mat and I must say I love my Shakti mat. It's absolutely awesome. And it's, it's one of those kind of weird contradictions, I think, a little bit like the Wim Hof method is, mm -hmm. um, where, where the, the sort of pain and discomfort causes you to relax. 
Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it really, really works. And if you need, if you're struggling with sleep, I've found, if you just put it on your bed and have 20 minutes laying on your shakti mat, you get to sleep so easily afterwards. It's lovely. I think it's because you've exposed yourself to the most horrific thing ever. And then you come off of it and you're like, oh my God, life life normally is just great <laughs> when, when I'm not lying on a bed of nails. <laughs> but, amazing, amazing. It's good. You know, it, it really is great when you kind of incorporate this kind of stuff. Like you said, with, with Wim Hof or you're, you're, you're giving yourself some ice baths or having a cold shower and then you've got your Shakti mat and your yoga. And I think it kind of all comes together really nicely when you can get some kind of like weekly balance going with it all. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that discipline will will keep it going. But if you've got like a if you've got a mind like I have, which is a kind of um, restless, probably ADHD type mind, um, <laughs> I, I you know I need stuff like that because I need something that I, that I can focus on. Um, so, you know, because and as well with like you know, some some things I do in life I, I do because I have to, and it might be because I have to earn money. Um, mm. No, but. Uh, and then but that that doesn't give me that kind of like sense of enjoyment and focus that running and yoga and stuff like that does um so uh, and therefore it becomes a part of your life that you really need yeah no exactly (laughs) so yeah man so how's your training going because you've got the bridge obviously coming up next or your your next big one yeah yeah so uh i don't know like not great i guess because of the cold um and like the just maybe general kind of winter shitness um yeah. but yeah i mean there's a kid there's there's baby coming next month isn't there so whether i'm going to be in any type of condition to be able to train for it to to get to the start line in shape um i don't really know um but not going to give up hope and, and let's see if we can get there so um, without being a selfish bastard because running is pretty selfish really at times because you you know especially when it you try to do things you, you're out for like three or four hours on a saturday and stuff so mm, I know. yeah so what, what's up for you next is bright london to bright brighton to london or something uh bright, bright i'm going brighton to london and I, and, I, and the reason why i picked it was because one of my original first ultra marathon runs was um london to brighton uh and it was with jason skiro as well yeah. Um, who as well was the very first episode we uh, we ever had on this on this podcast, which is a great a great right. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So we're going back, but this time we're going to do it the other way around. So we're kind of, I guess, revisiting an old haunt, I guess, uh, from from back back in the original version of myself when I was new to ultra running and didn't know how to fuel myself and ended up with falling over with cramp on the floor halfway. <laughs> so let's see if we've improved since then. It's the way to do it. You're not tempted to do the. Um they're doing like a, a double I'm hoping to do Liverpool to Leeds right okay mm, awesome. so yeah oh yes and then yeah that'll be the last of the canal races to get done so seeing if I can nice. go 100 miles plus again see if I can get it done yeah yeah I'm sure you will man it's 127 that one isn't it something like that one I think it's one it's the same 135 I think yeah it's 135 yeah yeah so and if I get lost maybe, maybe I could take it to 140 yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure they'll be getting some lost, even though it's along a canal. <laughs> but Dave, listen, I, I honestly, um, changing the subject slightly, felt this week very, very energised about running generally because uh, I got a chance on Monday to go and visit one of the, well, one of many new running groups that have kind of started in the area. And I was yep. chatting to you the other day about kind of like seeing on social media all these new running groups that have popped up in the last kind of year, year and a half, even, or even six months. 
Uh, there seems to be just like, I think there seems to be about 10 different running groups that have started, yeah. um, which is great because they all have their, they all have their, their USP, their unique selling point, right? Some are um, focused around running from Croxtons, which I guess would perhaps maybe target um, a new audience of runners. Some are people who can't get home from, from work early enough, so there's like running late. Um, there's all sorts. There's like running South Sea. There's runs that have been started from like uh, kind of like branch offs from gym groups, all sorts. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. When you when you so if I stand outside and watch my and, and you know watch on the seafront on Sunday, there's like tons of different large groups of runners going, and really? I think it's yeah I I just think it's great. It's it's bloody yeah. brilliant. And it just goes to show that you don't you don't have to be like a qualified coach or anything like that to to go running. If you just want to kind of get together and with yeah. a group of people to feel safe and and run in numbers, then just go and do it. And it's it's happening, man. Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so we went that- to. Go you on. had the Hoka one, didn't you? That you were doing? Is it run yeah. late? Yeah, run late. So Hoka, Hoka, obviously, um, pickled John, John Cosgrove, the the lovely John, um, had organised to bring some trainers. So he, he brought some of his Hoka test kits along to running late, which we, which was in the Merchant House on Monday night. Any injuries? And, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> in fact, there was such there was such nice things, such nice feedback about the shoes because a lot right. of people who tried them hadn't actually worn Hoka's before. Right. Okay. That was good. Yeah. So no injuries, Dave. Um, you'll, no. you'll, you'll be pleased to know. Uh, yeah. But that, honestly, like he bought so many. There, we had the um, the Cliftons, the Mac Fives, the Mac X. We had Bondi's, Arahis, and then also the new Celo X1 trainer, so, which a lot of people were excited about. Have you worn yours? Uh, I haven't worn mine, but I wore one of the test kit ones on Monday. What were they so like? I was, I, uh, fast. Yeah. They're they're really good. They're um. To go into detail, they, they feel like the sponge on the, on the shoe and stuff feels a lot like the Rocket X2, but it's it's broader. It's got a little bit more kind of like surface area under the shoe, so it feels a lot more kind of stable running, but fast. It's got an aggressive rocker on it. You, as soon as you put them on, you kind of feel yourself rocking forwards and backwards. I mean, they're just yeah. the geometry is just built on the shoe that way. Yeah. Um, but it definitely works when you're running and propels you forward. And I'm glad I wore them because the <laughs> it was funny, the group we went off with, because there were, I think there were probably over 100 runners that signed up for the event. So it was huge. Um, we we ended up branching off into different paced groups. And, and of course, Natasha and I were there. We, we did, And John and I decided to to join the fast group. It was advertised as about 7.45 per mile <clears throat> as, a, as a pace. And we went off first quarter of a mile at 18 minute 5k pace which was just ridiculous <laughs> honestly some, some so the lead runner had like had a boom box in his in his backpack like some, some, right. some speakers playing like some you know some kind of like a rap rock stuff did he and get a little excited <laughs> very very bloody excited but anyway the pace did slow down eventually but it was a quicker run it was about seven minute miling for for five to ten k i think it was yeah <laughs> oh my god anyway and after a run in the day because i think i ran with you that morning uh in the morning as well yeah yeah, was, yeah. I was a bit naked, but no, honestly, it was such a good, it was such a good vibe. They, um, the the, the running late group actually organised it really well because there was a queue apparently formed inside the, the the merchant house and then on the outside as well, like down the block, because yeah. so, so many people wanted to come and uh, come and run with them and and obviously try some shoes on as well. So they kind of sent five people downstairs at the merchant at a time, and then we kind of got a chance to talk to them, find out what shoes they wanted to try, get them in the shoes quickly, and then send them out again. So it was good. It worked really well great great event yeah. john john was brilliant john was uh john did his normal like 
like energizing talk at the start, getting everyone kind of going, telling them a little bit about Hoker and and yeah, the, the event went really well. I think the group's doing really great. That sounds awesome, man. It sounds awesome. I've missed every one of those. So it sounds like they're really worth going to. They are. And I'm sure there'll be a few kind of up near you eventually. So um, yeah, you should definitely keep a lookout. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. But no, it's um, obviously one of many groups. And uh, our guest this week st- started started one of the ones about, well, I can't remember, it was about two years ago, three years ago, Grasshopper. Yeah. Have you been up to, to train with him at all? I've not at all. No, I've never done it. He does the track one on Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, he does, he does track Tuesday, like a social run Friday, hills Saturday, um, and a and a temper on Thursday. But yeah, he he kind of like spoke me through what his routine is each week now because he does he's, he offers quite a lot of stuff now, including yeah. like a lot of swimming lessons for people who kind of want to get used to swimming in the sea or or in the pool. So he teaches like a lot of technique and stuff. And yeah, yeah, really really interesting. I mean, the group his group has grown. He's got like a lot of uh, private clients he takes, obviously group sessions as well. And he's just kind of changed his pricing model to to kind of accommodate for everybody. So you can pay for one-off sessions or or sign up for like a, a monthly kind of um, all-inclusive thing. So yeah, he kind of talks us through that, which is great. Oh, nice. Sounds great, man. It sounds really great. It really is. It's just, it's great. You know, I, I just love the fact that all this running stuff happening, Dave. There's, you know, just seeing more people taking part in the sport is, is fantastic. And I don't know. I just think I, th- I think it should be compulsory. When you're born, you should just be given like a pair of hokers. <laughs> yeah, a pair of hokers. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of Cliftons in yeah. at birth, and uh, just go from there. Because it's a it's a it's, it is a great sport. It it really is. I, I don't think there's any communities kind of like it. And I, I just right. I'm going to start crying now. <laughs> 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 it's really good. But anyway, listen. We'll go over to the interview. I'll let you uh, let you head off and have your your the rest of your Friday. And are you running on the weekend? I am for it. Got long run tomorrow morning. If I can get out, the the weather has been horrific the last couple of days. Though. Like, did you yeah. get out yesterday? In the end, uh, I did. It was it was just horrible. <laughs> Tempo run, horrible. That's, that's a good point because I did see I saw your um, your times and I thought, how on earth has he run that fast in that weather? And I just thought you must have cheated and had the wind behind you. Uh, for the for the final five minutes, I had the wind in my face. I have you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was hard. It was hard. It's um, it totally. I, I was really trying to kind of uh, run at six thirty or something like that mm. to get just like these four hundred meter tempo sprints. Oh my words! It was absolutely pointless. <laughs> yeah. It no, wasn't gonna, I saw your run because you kind of went down Museum Road around gum, around the Gun Wharf bit, and then you hit the seafront yeah. for the first first bit of your run, and then you had to turn. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, I turned about two minutes after getting the wind behind me. But <laughs> it was one of those times I had it in my head that I knew what route I was going to do, and that I was just going to do an out and back because I quite okay. liked them psychologically. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you can always come back to fight another day, Dave. Fight another day yeah. when it's nice and clear. But anyway, enjoy your runs this weekend. I think it's uh, sun's due out. Um, listeners, enjoy your runs wherever you are. I know some of you listen on your runs, after your runs, in the car, on the way to work, wherever you are. Have a fantastic time. Enjoy your runs. Enjoy the, the show. Enjoy the main interview. And Dave, I'll speak to you, I'll speak to you soon. Take it easy, dude. Yeah, you too, man. Well, this is the first time in a long time where I get to welcome my guest in person, actually face-to-face on either side of my microphone. The man who hops um, about all over the place in Portsmouth and who always says hi, uh, oh, sorry, always <laughs> says to his runners, 
consistency is key, Steve. Indeed. <laughs> Steve Dan. Bullock. Steve, welcome back to the Portsmouth Running Podcast. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, brilliant to be back. Thanks for uh, thanks for the invitation. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And uh, I can't believe this this in person experience. It's uh, it's quite unique. <laughs> much better than doing it over the phone. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm mucked up already in the first sentence, but that's fine. We'll, uh, we'll, yes. we'll carry on with that. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yes, I had a bit of a scare just um, my new year. Uh, twisted my ankle in a vase, uh, which Lovely. wasn't what I needed or wanted. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've come good, I think. I hope it's still a bit sore sometimes, but um, I, uh, I'm doing the strength exercises that Emma's given me. So, uh, <laughs> Are you sticking to them religiously, like any good coach would? <laughs> I try to, yes. Yes. Yeah. Some of the workload I've been putting through it is strength related in itself. So, yeah. Uh, but I do get the I get the band out, pop it around my feet, and um, yeah, just gives them a bit of a, a wiggle. Cool, good man, good man. Yeah, it, it's been um, obviously a long time since we chatted because we had you on the show. I think I had to look on uh, on the podcast today, and it was episode fifty eight. Wow. So we're now seventy eight. Cool. Um, so yeah, a lot of like about twenty episodes or a year or so. I think since so, you were last on. Okay. Um, it's going to be great to catch up. Um, obviously, we chat a lot during the week anyway, so yeah. we see each other a lot, and uh, we're always chatting about running and, and um, your coaching and grasshoppers. So it's, it's always lovely to find out. But it's going to be interesting to kind of dive into, I guess, how the group's kind of changed over the year sure. and how it's grown and evolved yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it, it certainly has. I mean, I see you guys when you're out on your Friday socials mm-hmm. and your, your track sessions that I come to sometimes. What's the secret sauce for attracting all these new all these new grasshoppers? <laughs> <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> Consistency is key. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, offering offering a service, offering a coaching service, providing advice, uh, having the experience and the knowledge to be able to help people. Uh, and I don't differentiate between somebody that is um, a, what could be classified as a good runner or a newbie runner. Yep. Um, you know, I've been working with the phrase recently, you know, all ages, all abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't differentiate uh, between anybody. Uh, and also nobody gets left behind. So yeah, we're, we're always looking out for each other. Uh, often on the track, there'll be the, uh, the, the girl group that uh, are powering through the session and they do don't they they do indeed (laughs) and and they encourage the encourage each other and they yeah they're they're not excluding the guys but um there is this little group they're just getting faster and faster and it's which is brilliant to see yeah excellent excellent um and it hasn't been very long since i last saw you because we i bumped into you last night yes obviously we were over at um the merchant house for the yeah i I call it the late running slash hoka slash alexandra sports slash merchant house (laughs) event (laughs) because of course the merchant house got loads of business last night absolutely so many people turned up but did you did you end up staying long because i saw you briefly no i had to go back and actually write some programs and work on some programs so it was great to be there at the beginning and catch up with uh, Alice and uh, a few of the others and have a chat with some of the runners. It was interesting actually talking to some of the runners, what's their history, where have they come, what's their, how long have they been in running? Yeah, I was talking mm. to one one um, lady, she, she did the Great South this year, or last year now for the first time, Okay, uh, which was brilliant apart from the fact that she then got injured and yeah, which is often a pattern with new runners. Mm. Uh, you, you, your workload, your training load goes up quite high. You have a hard race. Um, your total overload situation happens. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. hurt yourself as a consequence, and then you're back to square one. Mm, exactly. So it can be a bit of a revolving, um, revolving door if you're not careful. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. My my throat is actually killing me today because. 
I've never done so much talking, I think, in the <laughs> evening in such a short space of time. Because yeah. there were honestly, I think there were about 100 sign-ups potentially, yeah. or they had people queuing outside. And I thought the whole evening ran really well because they were sending, obviously we were downstairs with Hoka, yeah. getting people into shoes. And they were sending people down in fives, yeah. which just worked a treat. So I think it kind of like, they, they managed it really well. But it was, mm. yeah, it was a really great night. And um, yeah, look forward to getting Alice on in the future to talk cool. about that. Yeah, no. Uh, a lot of time for Alice. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. They've done they've done really well there. But um, yeah, just generally with you, how's um how's training going? Your your recent uplift in mileage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, significant uplift. Um, although said maybe not. Uh, so pre Christmas, uh, I was hoping I was going to get a um, spring marathon, uh, which mm-hmm. has come about, which is fantastic. Good. So I was slowly increasing the miles or the k's at that point. As I said earlier, I had a um, a down week. Yeah, the first week of. Of January, um, yeah, that injury. Yeah, I had that injury when I was racing in Berlin, um, uh, and then yeah, that seems to have come good. And yeah, last week I was 120 plus k's. The week before that, 130 plus k's. Going well, um, really well. Yeah, it won't be so much this week. I, I, I need to bring it down to probably around about 95 to 100. Do you do you do like a number of weeks on? Increasing and then one off yeah. or something like this, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Definitely progressive. Okay. Uh, so I have a consolidation weekend, as as I would, or as I do with any of my athletes. Okay. Yeah. And the the build period depends on the individual. Um, yeah. The older we get, uh, the shorter the build period. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If you're a bit younger, you're fitter, depending on your own. Uh, capabilities and yeah, that yeah. might be a three week so st- three week tends to be standard three weeks okay. build one week consolidation you look forward to those weeks when it's kind of lower mileage less intensity it's, oh, it's a pleasure uh, yeah <laughs> I tend to keep the intensity up and drop the mileage okay so fewer double days um, uh, I still try and put in a track session uh, and maybe the hill session I'll cut down on that mm. okay brilliant brilliant and uh, for the listeners listening who can hear any clinking around or crunching going on, Steve and I are actually <laughs> drinking at the same time as having this interview and eating chocolate, chocolate digesters. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> but they're on Steve's side of the table. Yeah. Oh, no, they're, they're behind my screen. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Yeah, so um, are we allowed to talk about the the one, the race that you've got coming up? Cause, uh, uh, totally, yes. So I'm go on. very, very fortunate to have um, acquired a spot to do London. Um, which uh, London Marathon, which is really exciting. It'll be my fourth major. Okay. Um, having done Berlin, Chicago, Boston. Um, yeah, so it'll be my fourth. So is that, and there's only five majors that uh, you have no, to. No, so there's also New York and Tokyo. Ah, so you've got two, two, two more on. Okay, yeah. got it. And cool. then by, probably by the time I've done those, uh, Sydney or maybe uh, a South American okay. marathon will also be part of the the um, World Marathon Series. Okay, I should know this because we had a I had a guest on a while ago, um, Anna Smith James, who, who's already got the medal. Okay, and I, yeah. I remember she told me which ones they were. But I, yeah. I need to I need to get that in my head because I always forget that. Yeah. So New York, uh, you can um, enter a, a time ballot, good for age ballot, uh, but Tokyo is just uh, potluck. Oh really? Mm. Okay. And yeah. chances of getting into Tokyo? I'm not sure to be honest. I haven't looked into it too closely. Okay. It's happening in four weeks, five weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and of course, New York is uh, in early November. Okay. Right. So I can, yeah. New York's out for this year, even if I um, wanted to do it. Which, uh, so if I if I get the opportunity, I'll probably try for it next year. Okay. Okay. Steve, you are clearly a very busy man. When you're not training, when you're not training other people, mm-hmm. when you're not talking about training, mm-hmm. 
when you're not frequenting coffee shops and talking about running and training, <laughs> what do you do in your downtime? What do you like? Like, what, like, have you got a go-to thing where you kind of just relax? Do you do any meditation? Anything like that that you kind of go to? Or is um, it always there? Literally, no time. Um, I guess it's a different type of go time, but or downtime. But um, I need to always try and find time in the week to see my parents, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah, family is important. Yeah, yeah, it is. They they obviously talk to me a little bit about what I'm doing, but it then tends to be uh, non-training uh, related discussions. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a different type of downtime. Um, I've booked in to see Emma Bird on a regular basis uh, for remedial work. Okay. Um, yeah, she's helped me with my foot, which was great. But um, I assume then you're talking about running as well. <laughs> uh, yes, we are. Because <laughs> I know Emma, and yes. yeah, she would love to talk about running. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, when I'm, I guess when I'm not talking about running, I'm talking about swimming. Um, yeah, when we have the swim sessions, okay. so okay. that's a bit different. Yeah. But it just goes to show, like how important the you know training is for you, and kind yeah. of it's it, it's part of your life. It's part of who you are. What's well, a major part of your life? I mean, yeah. it's just. Yeah. I mean, I know what it's like just for me, and you know, my work is different. It takes me away from the training, but yeah, to, to be to be all encompassing like that, it's. Um, yeah, no, it is. It it is full on. And I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it. It's brilliant. I love it. Mm. Yeah, I love running. I love see, love to see people running, the progress. Mm. Yeah, the gains that people make. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's all very encouraging and positive. And yeah, you 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 get energy from their energy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, the energy on the track or hills, is, uh, or even just on the social run with everybody chatting. Mm. Yeah, I'll often be leading it from the front, and all I hear behind me is all this chatter going on, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just brilliant. It's lovely, isn't it? It's really good. Lots of lots of like great energy and stuff. Yes. There runs. Um, Steve, we're obviously sat opposite each other, and I, you know, looking at your top there, and you've got like a, a surf coast trail runners top on. But it did remind me that your your logo, you've you've done like a massive logo revamp, and yep. got your kind of brand changed a little bit this year and yep. stuff like that. But um, I wanted to, before we get kind of into all that stuff, go back a little bit longer and um, a little bit further back and explain where the name Grasshopper comes from, because mm. you did that in your first episode with us. But there might be some new listeners who who kind of don't know where where the name comes from. Sure. As he chomps on a chocolate. As, as, as you chomp on a chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good question. Um, so, uh, the short, I'll give you the, the semi short answer. Sure. So, I tried to uh, train myself uh, to run a marathon before I turned 50. Yeah. In, uh, in a grasshopper outfit? No. No, no, <laughs> no not in a grasshopper <laughs> outfit. Uh, and failed miserably. Um, yeah, I kept blaming it on the shoes. Um, had nothing to do with the training I was doing, of course. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I, I just had the attitude, a wrong attitude, that well, it's only it's only a marathon. Anybody can run a marathon, surely. Which lots of people can run a marathon, but you do need to approach it the right way. Yeah. Um, I then ended up uh, connecting or being connected with um, a charity called Rivers Gift. Uh, Rivers Gift offered a program to be able to run a marathon. Uh, group sessions and um, so three times a week we would get together you'd then also do a long run on your own or with people that you met through there yeah. uh, 2014 ran Melbourne Marathon uh, 3.58 I think was my time okay uh, and just loved it got got the bug yeah um, during that process I met some triathletes uh, and they persuaded me that running was fun but running, biking, and swimming was even more fun. Okay. Uh, so I joined um, a, a tri group called Endurance, and one of their coaches uh, took me under her wing as a coach, so coach athlete relationship. 
and because I kept hopping around from trail running one week, triathlon the next week, uh, marathons the week after, or whatever, I just, I, I just embraced the the racing and you know, the environment. And you, she then just called me uh, a grasshopper. She just, you know, you just jump from place to place, and you're like a grasshopper. And so it just stuck, and, <laughs> and the name just stuck. Yeah, totally. That's brilliant. Um, that's brilliant. Do you still speak to her? Um, no, no. I does she know? Does she know how like that the grasshopper thing has stuck? Yeah, and yeah. Become so something. We follow each other on in Instagram oh, okay, okay, and bits okay. and pieces. Cool. And yeah, she, she's um, she's based in Switzerland at the moment. So okay, perfect. Uh, when I've been over there a couple of times, had hoped to have caught up with her, but she's always in a different spot to where uh, I am. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Oh, lovely. That's really nice. Yeah, that story. So she's uh, so she actually was a uh, an excellent uh, world class um, exterior athlete. Okay. Okay. So. Steve, I'm going to say there are some very strange people out in the world at the moment, especially if they're telling you that cycling and swimming are just as good as running, because <laughs> they are definitely not. Okay, <laughs> listeners, you got that? You heard that here, right? Definitely not. Running is running is where it's at. <laughs> I'm only joking, cyclists no, and swimmers. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, yeah, known as grasshopper, but um, I get, I, I, I hear you being called a lot in your sessions, Gov. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Rawlins, if you're listening. Yes, he, he, <laughs> he loves that name. Um, Mark's got loads of energy. Wow. He has. Wow, the, what a the energy he has um, is brilliant and it translates to other people within the group as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so no, that's um, is is always a bundle of laughs. laughs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely one of the characters in yes, the group, hundred yes, percent. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Yeah. So um so Steve, look, looking back, what was I guess you know, you, you came over from back from Australia. Um, what was the original goal for, for the grasshoppers and, and the coaching? Um, and and by that, what did you envision happening with the coaching? Um, what kind of goals had you, had you set for it and, and have those been met? Has that kind of all panned out as you saw? Well, I actually came back um, originally and my goal was to um, become a mountaineering instructor again. So I used to Gosh, be a okay. mountaineering instructor. Okay. Um, and um, my, my goal, my plan was so I'll come back, live in the mountains and become but, a... Hill, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, go back to what I used to love, which was yeah, climbing and mountaineering, and uh, maybe throwing a bit of caving and ice climbing. But um, okay. uh, COVID uh, put pay to that, and so I ended up yeah, moving down closer to my parents, and um, took the opportunity of taking my Australian coaching qualifications, converting them to English, doing a few more qualifications, which were yeah, UK specific. Uh, and I just wanted to help people run. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd been through the mistake of trying to run a marathon on my own and discovering that it's not quite as simple as it seems. Yeah, yeah. And there is a little bit of well, there's not a little bit of science. There's a lot of science and um, yeah, some good theory and practical aspects of running a marathon. Um, and I just wanted other people to have that opportunity. Great. Uh, from a mental perspective as well, it's it's a brilliant way of. Um, switching off and in fact yeah, you said what's my downtime yeah Sunday afternoon I went into the new forest and you yeah, ran for 14k on my own okay. um, and that was that was my downtime yeah, yeah. Uh, just being able to go out and do that yeah that's your that's your meditative state yes. yeah. yeah yeah exactly so since we first got together and and grasshoppers formed mm -hmm. and you had your first clients or you're and you're setting up your first sessions how has it evolved since then like in terms of numbers, sessions, that kind of stuff. Mm. I mean, you've obviously seen growth, yeah, first of all. Uh, yes, definitely growth. Um, yeah, I remember the first social runs that we did and there were two or three of us. There um, you go. 
and yeah it was like that for three or four weeks and slowly it built and built now we would regularly get 20 mm -hmm. um, which may may not sound much compared to some of the evening runs that uh, some of the other run clubs are now getting in the way of mm -hmm. numbers um, but but you've always got multiple sessions happening during the week as well yeah. so you know you, yes. you, that all kind of compounds during the week so yeah you've got yeah. a lot of different sessions yeah. happening yeah and you know, similar to track yeah we started with four or five people uh, and now um, yeah, in January we were getting 25-30 in the morning session Okay. Um, and it doesn't even matter what the weather is yeah, we, we've been down there with howling rain and yeah, strong winds yeah. and everybody still rocks up yeah. uh, at the end of the day you can't control the weather on most days so you might as well get used to it you might as well get used to it yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you're going to be running um, yeah, in those conditions running on the track is actually one of the safest places to be doing it mm, exactly yeah. so lights are on yeah, you're never, you're never far from a toilet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> defibrillators nearby, not that we've ever needed it, but no. yeah. And as fun as running is, sessions can be quite miserable themselves, but with bad weather, why not be even more miserable? <laughs> <laughs> well, the bad weather just seems to energise people and they just go, yeah, they just yeah. buckle down and get on yeah. with it. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some, when you finish a session like that I and mean, you've had bad weather, I mean, today it wasn't rain, well, it was a little bit of rain, but we mm. had really horrendous winds on, yeah. on half of our intervals because we had to do them out on a country lane and, oh, wanted to go home yeah but you know you get through it and then there's like a sense of achievement yeah. more of a sense of achievement afterwards yeah, yeah definitely yeah but whereas with the track today you know you're going to hit that back straight and it was you know like running into a wall mm. yeah exactly <laughs> did you have it yeah you had it on the way on the on the between 200 and 300 or uh yeah Sorry. um yeah at the end of 100 to the 200 so okay. the back straight okay yeah. so for anybody who knows Mountbatten, you'll yeah you can picture that Okay, mm. and and other changes in terms of the the brand. I know you did some work recently with a, like a local artist, and yep. you got some 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 branding done. Yep. tell us about that. So uh, Samo and I, Samo White, um, he may know from Look Up Portsmouth mm. and yeah, some of the street art that uh, he does. Another lovely, lovely person uh, in Portsmouth. Yeah. He was there last night as well, which was awesome. he was yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we sat down for an hour, hour and a half and just talked through everything. Almost, yeah, we could have made a podcast out of it almost. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he then basically um, took everything we talked about and some of my ideas and sketched up some um, potential designs. Uh, we worked on it a little bit and um, uh, it's yeah, now become yeah, the Grasshopper logo, which yeah, I love it. It's a brilliant logo. Um, mm. he, he popped his heart in the middle of it which um, yeah sums up actually a lot about the group itself in that yeah we're, we're a family we look after each other we look out for each other um, as I said yeah nobody gets left behind yeah um, and if you're really slow no, I'm joking bother <laughs> <laughs> if you're a cyclist and you get left behind yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking cyclists <laughs> uh, and then for the shirts which uh, we're currently in the process of um, finalizing the order for um, uh, one of the one of the runners, Jen, she did uh, a little bit of additional artwork just to um, oh, nice. make it. Um, yeah, we didn't change the logo at all, but she's taken that logo and incorporated parts of it into the shirt. Okay. Um, uh, so that shirt design is is going to come out shortly. Fantastic. Mm. I think uh, it's it, honestly it's been. I was really excited to talk to you because I know like how much the group's grown yeah. and just and and evolved and, yeah. uh, and evolved in yeah. a positive yeah. way and. 
yeah, I, I love what you've done with the logo. I love that you're kind of incorporating it into your videos now. Yeah. And you're popping it on the front <laughs> and back of your videos. Yeah. And yeah, it's um, it's it's fantastic. I think it's um, kind of just encapsulates the what you, know, what you do really well as well, the logo. Um, now for the listeners out there, uh, I was discussing with Steve about how to kind of best structure this because obviously there's there's lots of sessions that mm-hmm. you offer Steve during the week. Um, and now you've also introduced uh, a new kind of like coaching pricing model, which we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna openly discuss. Um, so I thought maybe we'd start there, and then perhaps for the listeners um, who might not know what you do during the week, we'll then go through a typical week. Yep. Because then obviously you've spoken about the pricing a little yep. bit, and then we can kind of go through the week, and you can kind of see what what kind of sessions are on offer. Sure. So um, so pricing never an easy topic. No, never right? easy. Uh, you yeah. know, because as runners, we're all friends, we all support each other, but. You are a professional coach. You've um, you've got all your qualifications. This is your business. This is what you do. Yeah. And as much as you love seeing people train and, and reaching their goals and stuff like that, you know, it's you've got to look after yourself and you have to support yourself. And, and I completely appreciate that. I've had coaches myself, mm-hmm. a number of different coaches who have helped me through races. And I think um, there's there's absolute value in in getting a coach, somebody who who gives you sessions. You, know, you work through them. You've got somebody who who holds you accountable for your yeah. sessions. And it's like, you know, I always remember back when I had a coach, you can always hear your coach's voice, voice. and you can almost read their <coughs> messages yeah. and, and what sessions they've set you while you're going. And it, and it really is that kind of helping hand that I think mm-hmm. you need to get through. Um, especially if you stick with it long term and you kind of like, you know, you sign up and you you, you put your trust in yeah. in that coach for yeah. a particular time oh. period or however long yeah. it is that, you, that you're signed up. But um, yeah. Steve, I, th- I thought I'd hand over to you, and you can maybe, in your best words, describe your pricing. You don't have to go into like the details no, no. or whatever, but maybe yeah. just give people a rough idea of, of how you're running yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll start with the, actually I'll start with the simple ones, which is the one-to-one coaching, where I you know, use Training Peaks, uh, the coach account to you know, set a program for somebody. I obviously understand their goal, uh, and um, it might be a triathlon or it might be a, a marathon. Uh, and we just yeah, set a program roughly on a two-week basis. I know what their end goal is, so at the moment I've got athletes working towards Dublin, London, Edinburgh Marathons, um, for example, Paris as well. So I'm at, to be honest, I'm probably at my, no, I am at my limit for the number of one-to-one athletes okay. that uh, I can take on at this point. Um, and it's difficult to say what that particular price is because uh, it depends if they're a triathlete. It exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends what That's other pri- sessions. Typical private coaching. Yes. You would you would expect on one to one. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then the group sessions. Um, so the, the mem- there's an annual membership fee now, which I've only just introduced. Um, uh, I pulled my hair out and had many a sleepless night trying to think of the best model and work through the best model. Mm. And there could have been umpteen different models I could have used. Um, in some respects, because I offer a fairly wide range of uh, training options, it's, it, no one solution fits everybody. So there's always yeah. going to be someone who feels that they've perhaps been hard done by. Well, um, I mean, th- this was a complex architecture. Yeah. <laughs> you asked me because you, you do do so much with, yeah. with so many different groups. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, the goal, though, was to still as, make it as accessible as possible yeah, yeah. of course um, yeah I don't want to exclude individuals um, from a financial perspective I can avoid it yeah okay. and I have had conversations with individuals and come to arrangements and perfect yeah and, and that's that's normal in any in yeah, anybody would absolutely. do the same thing yeah, yeah. so for 45 pounds um, every year or for this year I should say you, you gain access to um, sessions which are either a reduced cost or are free so, yeah, for example, I do a tempo session on a Thursday morning. 
uh, heel session uh, on a Saturday morning. Uh, anybody that's a member can lock up and we'll run those. Uh, and there's absolutely no cost for that. Okay. Um, it, yeah, I've done that for the last two or three years uh, without a fee. Uh, and in some respects, lots of people were telling me I should have been charging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a way of introducing that. Well, I think it's um, kind of like how your natural growth has happened. Like, you, yes. you know, you've spilled out into different sessions and you've, you've, you've probably felt the water to see who's interested. In it and it has. You know, people yeah. have really picked up on it. So... Yeah, I think you're, you're taking your own time out to, to, to coach, yes. effectively, so yeah. it's coaching. Yeah, um, and then, uh, yeah, I still have the track session. So that's, yeah, all of my sessions are available to non-members. Uh, it's just that the, the pricing model is slightly different. So if you're a member, uh, you can pay your £25 for the month, uh, and in a five-week uh, five month, which we have a few of, uh, that's still then £5 a session, which is exactly what I was charging before. Okay, right. Uh, so... In that respect, the, the, the weekly fee is, is no different. You just pay that membership. Exactly. Okay. Uh, members get access to a Facebook group where you know, we'll have some specific talk yeah. um, that you know, is there to support them you know, uh, as a group. So rather than explaining to one person what a fartlek session is, for example, I'd explain it in the, in the Facebook group and everybody would get the benefit of understanding that. Okay. So it's a, it's a way of sharing knowledge and, and um, information. Okay. Um, Members also get access to some events that I run a little bit early, uh, or not. They get access to the, to the events early to be able to book them if they want to. Okay. Uh, so at the end of this month, we've got a New Forest Adventure. Uh, ran three or four of them last year. Great fun. Just just, just where you go out on a weekend and uh, just on a Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday yeah. morning. Okay. Uh, go out, have a run. Uh, I know the forest pretty well, having sort of grown up in the forest or mm -hmm. close to the forest, um, and yeah one and a half, two hours, two and a half hours, depending on the group, uh, and then we'll finish at a pub or a cafe and yeah, have a Sunday lunch or, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. nice. Um, so, f yeah, the one in February is free for members, um, £10 for non-members. Okay. Uh, um, and um, then Swiss sessions such as uh, swimming, I do, which I'll come to, two different swim sessions. Yeah, because hiring a pool lane is so expensive, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, those sessions tend to be a little bit more expensive than um, yeah, your running sessions. Okay. Yeah, because I've got to cover the base cost of a pool hire. Yeah. So, so just stepping back, the, the, the 25 a month covers for running sessions? So the, the 25 is purely for the track. For the track, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and a lot, of, uh, a lot of the grasshoppers were paying me a monthly fee before for the track. Okay. Um, so, so a lot of it hasn't lot changed. Of it really hasn't changed. No. Okay. No. Um, Have you got all this jotted down on a site yet, or is it? Yeah. Would it, okay. yeah so, it's okay. so I've shared it all with everybody that's been involved in grasshoppers over the last two or three years. Okay. Um, via email, um, I'm about to upload the website with that same information. Okay. So it'll be on there as okay. well. Great. So, uh, yeah. So it's. Partly because of everything I offer, it's a little bit complicated, but yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It's there. Uh, sounds sounds like one of the best ways is probably like people have been doing, just to get in touch with you, yeah. and then you can kind of go go from there and, and explain yeah. explain what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, one other example of where I'm trying to encourage people to get involved and is with the newbie runners. So mm -hmm. I'm about I ran three newbie running courses last year, mm -hmm. three or four. Are those the ones in the evening from the coffee cup? Uh, so they? last year they were from the coffee cup, That's yes. Right. Okay. Uh, this year uh, we're doing either using or basing ourselves out of the Cockershell Naval Community Centre, okay. which is up uh, east in the end, um, yep. just near the caravan park. 
Yes, on the so, way. Yeah. Um, uh, so you can, it's an eight week course, you can sign up for the course and that, uh, if you pay yeah, the, the full course cost, yeah. that then gives you access to all the Grasshopper uh, membership ac- um, okay. capabilities okay. as well. So, so it sounds like, yeah, there's lots of different kind of options and, yeah. and it's um, yeah, enough to kind of cover any kind of configuration of runner yes. that wants to do swimming or just running or just the track or yeah. you, you cater for, for anything really. Okay, interesting. That's good. Um, so typical, is, is that it with the pricing? Yeah. 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 Okay, so that kind I, of I don't want to go into too much, but not, yeah, not I, that I'm embarrassed by it, but it's more, it's, yeah. Well, on a podcast, yeah. it would be, you know, you don't want to kind of complicate things. People no. would be sat there with, um, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people are driving or out on yeah. the runs, they don't have pen and paper with them or anything, but um. Yeah, best best thing is to reach out to you and kind so of yeah, and everyone knows me. Maybe in your podcast notes, you can pop in a link to the website or something. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. do that. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, fine. Now, I did promise that we'd go through kind of a typical week because you've mentioned yes. just then with the pricing model a few of your sessions. Yeah. Um, let's hear about what you do Monday to Friday, and then sure. I might just I might just jump in with a couple of questions yeah. about <laughs> each session. But yeah, go yes. for it. So so okay. maybe we'll start on Monday. What happens on Monday? What happens on Monday? Well, Mondays actually, I try to have Monday as my day off. Hey, so we yes. started on a good on a good on a day yes. off on a day off. <laughs> so what do you do on Monday, Steve? <laughs> um, yeah, good question. You train? Uh, I don't. No, I'm, oh. uh, so from a training perspective, I have it off as well. So uh, I religious. Uh, I, I'm going to beat my words. Actually, I train in the evening, but I try not to train, or I don't try not to. I don't train in the morning. I have a yeah. I don't have an early wake up call. Uh, I try and get okay. a little bit more sleep. Yeah. Because uh, I'm awake fairly early most mornings, um, and it's my recovery from the weekend. Because my weekends tend to be quite large from a training perspective yeah. and a coaching perspective. Sensible. So, so un- unlike, yeah. unlike runners, yeah. <laughs> must be the cyclists in you coming out. Well, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, I c- yeah, if I'm injured, I can't do my job. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but Monday evenings is um, the first of three sessions I run for the newbies when the newbie session is running. Okay. Uh, so I'll quickly just cover that because then I don't need to cover it again. So Monday night is all about uh, strength and running mm-hmm. and drills. So it's a bit of a combination. Um, Wednesday night then is all about running and that's when we'll go out and we'll um, specifically run. I'll provide information about running form. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will do warm up exercises, etc. but the main focus is running. Okay. And then Thursday night, it's all about um, strength. Okay, and perfect. we actually go into the Cockershell Center uh, 6.30 every session and uh, we spend yeah, an hour doing strength work. Okay, perfect. So that's just, yeah, so we just jumped ahead there quickly because that's the newbie that's session. The newbie. So Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So Monday is, is generally off for you and, and relaxing apart from the first newbie session on yeah. the Monday. Okay, so Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday morning is an early one. I know, I know Tuesday morning. Yes, so Tuesday, 6.30 at Mount Batten. Um, so yeah, probably a 5.30 alarm call. Okay. Um, and yeah, uh, first track session of the day. Uh, I pre-plan what we're doing. It goes on the whiteboard. Uh, we follow a very um, similar pro- pro- process that we've always followed for the track because it works. Okay. So easy chatty runs to start with, just two or three laps, just mm-hmm. as a bit of warm up, some activation work, um, some stretching. And you do that activation work just to describe it for anybody who hasn't been. It's like kind of a circle. So we all form yep. a circle, and yep. you might be kicking a ball, or you might just be like running around doing some some yep. leg kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, dynamic dynamic exercises just to yeah, yep. get, get the body moving. You might move into fast feet or high knees or okay. um, yeah, squats, etc. Yeah. Um, then we move into a couple of. Um, 
uh, strides where it's an easy run down the front straight and mm -hmm. turn around at the bottom yep. and slowly increase your pace okay. uh, up to 75-80%. Uh, do that a couple of times and then we do it again but with some drills. Uh, and the drills could be fast feet, it could be skipping, it could be um, uh, A kicks or A, yeah. Okay. Um, so just a variety of different, just to try and get that movement in. Uh, gives me a chance to have a look at everybody, see if they're moving well, see if people aren't moving quite so well. Okay. Um, and it also gives me an opportunity to remind, yeah, mind the runners, don't forget, use your arms, yeah, nice upright posture, yeah. uh, not too stiff, don't, don't yeah, hold your shoulders yeah. too tight and that sort of stuff. That's quite a good kind of fun session to do because you're, you're there on the track. You know that there's going to be some hard work going on where you can actually see your runners kind of going around. Yeah. You can look at form. You yep. can see what people are doing when, on their on their way around. Mm -hmm. How how fast they're going each time. Are they going too quickly? So, yep. I guess it's the chance for you to really kind of analyze what's going on. So you must be quite busy there on the drive. It is, and I love to take photographs and video of people yeah, as well yeah, yeah. because it enables them to. You know, I've had a number of people go, oh. I saw the video you took of me and I didn't realise I'm unlike that. My arms, <laughs> my arms are all over the place. And I go, yes, that's what we spoke about. It so. wasn't Tash, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's always worried about her running stuff. <laughs> um, but often I will run next to someone um, and uh, have a chat with them and talk about how they're running and take okay. some pieces. Or I've video them, film them so that they can now have a look at their running form. Uh, and because it's again on the track, it's a nice safe environment. Yeah. I can I can run and video and know that I'm not going to yeah, hit any street furniture exactly. or get knocked yeah, over true. by a car yeah, or yeah. Yeah, have somebody open a car door on me. You know, which yeah. you yeah. might run into one of those giant hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's that? What's that event called again? Oh, the steeplechase. The steeplechase. You might run yes. into a steeplechase yes. Uh, yes. log or whatever they are. Um, so I that's I I what, back, back to the photos. Sorry, Steve, mm. sorry to interrupt you. The um, the photos are, a, are an interesting one because. I, I do think that whenever you go out and get a session, I, to, I, I know I'm the world's biggest poser, I admit, I admit it, but it, people love photos. Mm -hmm. People really do enjoy, like every, like, I see lots of comments on the on the Grasshopper group saying like, oh, I can't access the photo link, mm -hmm. I need to get in there, where yeah. is it? Yeah. And I, I've done it to you before, yeah. it's, 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 it's good to look back. Yeah, definitely, and all the photos are available for people to use, yeah. mm. you know, I don't hide them away. There's another um, bonus, people's yeah. social media get, get filled with photos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, um, Depending on what I'm doing, I will then either run the session myself, as in everybody will disappear off the track. Um, actually, just going back to the track, we'll do the main session then. So we, um, yeah, we, we do the activation work, we do the strides, uh, the whiteboard then comes out. It's always a bit of a surprise. So, yeah, yeah. Um, nobody knows what's going to be, um, what's, what they're going to face. And I've never heard anybody go, yay, we're doing that. <laughs> it's always like, oh no, what are we no, doing? <laughs> tend to be positive comments afterwards, which is always good. But, um, and I've undenied as to whether to pre-publish what the session's going to be. Yeah. But um, I'm more than happy to share the sessions after. Uh, it's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people actually quite like that they don't know what's going to hit them, so to speak. Just that, <laughs> that anticipation yeah. of what you're going to get. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so we talk through the session. Uh, oh, and sorry, that's because you hide it because on Tuesday there is another afternoon session, yes, which, we'll go, which, yeah, which you yes. mentioned. So, yeah. um, talk through the session itself. Uh, give some sort of indication of what I would expect from a pace perspective. It's really hard with such a wide uh, variety of individuals that are running there. Yeah, you have some people that run 16, 17 minute 
5k park run, others yeah. that run a 26 minute park run. Yeah. It makes no difference. The track work, that interval session is powerful and mm. a really uh, consistently done. It's a really powerful way of improving your so it's just, of fitness. Yeah, just trying to get everybody to run the, the paces they need for their own 5k mm -hmm. times yeah. and just not worry so, about anything. So else. I'll often describe it as RPE. So, yeah, um, yeah what's your um, perceived exertion? Mm. So how how do you feel? And of course, it, that changes depending on the wind direction, depending on what, how much sleep you got the night before, and what age you are. <coughs> and what age you are? Yeah. That's me. That's me, by yeah. the way, because <laughs> I'm really feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and especially with those shorter intervals, uh, if you're using heart rate, if you normally you would use potentially use heart rate if you're out running, the heart rate never works on those short intervals because it it doesn't have time to catch up. Mm. Uh, okay. You can have done yep. a two hundred. 200 meter uh, repeat and by the time you finished it your heart rate's just about okay well yeah. you watch your heart rate's doing just it. got up then it's like oh hold on a second yeah. we're going back down again and okay. then so yeah. yeah so perceived effort is a is a, a fairly effective way of doing it okay some of my specific athletes who i'm specifically helping i might suggest to them okay for you you need to be doing this at 415 pace okay or whatever the pace and that's how i train i know what pace i want to be trying to hit yeah um uh, so then do the session um, and today for example was if I can remember off the top of my head um, four three hundreds yep uh, with uh, a 100 float uh, and then it was uh, two four hundreds with a 200 float uh, one 800 with a 200 float and then six I think it was six 200s with the 200 float. Okay, yeah, I think you got that right because I've actually got a photo right here now. <laughs> yes, six by 200s is the 200. Yeah. What's the, so I noticed in a lot of your sessions, you, you do mix in the 200 float. Is that, is that just, do you think that's enough, that, that, that distance is just enough to kind of recover and get ready for the next, for the next set? Uh, yes, on the whole. Uh, I will often recommend people walk it as okay. opposed to jog it. And yeah, because jogging it does, get done pretty quickly yes yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so the float's really important that you don't do it too quickly okay uh, when the weather warms up I'm um, I quite like static floats okay um, and I would then often suggest to people okay look at your heart rate when your heart rates at a certain level then you can go because that means that you've recovered sufficiently okay um, or okay you have a two-minute rest um, and you, you just stand around, move a little bit, but you're not you're not jogging. Yeah, I got it. Uh, okay. But doing that in winter, people just get too cold, so it's not worth doing. Yeah, just keep moving. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're doing it so slightly longer, sometimes I might throw in a 400 float. Okay. Um, but if the, if the float time needs to be longer, uh, I would suggest people just walk it. Okay, fair enough. Good, um, good. Yeah. Now this session gets repeated in the afternoon. Um, yes, it does. Um, and then, so at the end of the session, uh, we just do some reverse cool down laps. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone yeah. just kind of gets on the track yeah. and just yeah. yeah finishes. And interestingly, there's a little group uh, which uh, is great. They go into the Mountbatten and they do their own stretching, uh, which I encourage totally to do. Cool. Yeah, everybody likes and has their own stretching that they like to do post session. Oh, yeah, I noticed that they kind of all stick around under the yeah, yeah. Uh, under the BH Active sign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and they can do the stretching where it's warm it's out of, out of the way uh, and it's just a good way to finish the session off cool. okay. so. so I guess that, that's, that is one of your big kind of key sessions in the week yeah, the Tuesday it is Tuesday, track Tuesday yeah. okay yeah yeah no uh, and then we repeat the, repeat the process in the afternoon 1.30 um, and just go through that uh, the same format okay um, 
if somebody wants to come to both sessions, they're welcome to. I wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I would do that. Yeah, let's yes. go. <laughs> this is why I'm always injured. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, so is that Tuesday entirely then when your second track session's finished? Done? Uh, yes. Um, from, a, from a coaching perspective, uh, coaching a sessions perspective, from a personal perspective, if I haven't done the session myself uh, in the morning, I will then do it in the afternoon. Okay, got it. So, okay. so you I'll, just run I'll, afterwards, yeah. I will just run the session on my own. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I'll have yeah. to hang about and get some photos of you next time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks. And then uh, Tuesday evening, um, I do my own thing, which I tend to go to the gym at the moment. Okay. So, um, hit the gym up, gym up. Which you'll be doing after this? I will. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So, big Brilliant. fan of the rower. Excellent. <laughs> cool. I might come and join you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, Wednesday. Wednesday, so kick off Wednesday morning uh, at Mount Batten again, but this time uh, lane swimming. Okay, so, so you're in the pool? Uh, in the pool, yep. uh, in the deeper pool of the two, uh, 7.30, and um, the focus for that is technique and drills and a few intervals. Okay. So, um, yeah, swimming, in, well, swimming, biking and running are all very technique-based, mm. swimming in particular, uh, and so we spend a lot of time um, maximum of eight athletes uh, and we just look at form cool. look at ways of improving that doing drills um, often you do a drill once and then you'll go on to a different drill okay. I will repeat some drills maybe do some progression parts of it okay. so that uh, the athletes really get to understand what the drill is trying to accomplish perfect do you know I wouldn't even know what a drill is in the water no. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> even know what to do I'd probably just dance yeah. around on my toes yeah. so uh, <laughs> fists is a good one um uh, Catch-up stroke, finger drag, yeah. There's a number that we that we use okay. and sculling, lots of sculling. Okay. Uh, and the whole one of the purposes of, dr of drills in the water is to understand and to get to feel the water and mm. to s appreciate how it moves across your hands. Okay. Because swim, there's two things about swimming. Um, it's relatively simple. One is minimise drag. Yeah. And second, maximise propulsion or power. So your 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 power is through the stroke and getting a good effective stroke mm -hmm. but you can be as powerful as you like but if your drag i.e. if your feet have dropped or mm. um, yeah, your legs are dragging through the water as opposed to having a nice yeah. horizontal position then that power is just going to be yeah not not going to be used particularly effectively yeah. that's how that's how i swim steve basically if i'm if i'm ever in the sea swimming mm. i swim like the letter l <laughs> i'm like an l shape mm. i've got i've got my horizontal bit in the water yeah. and then waist down legs yeah. are, legs are straight but yeah. i'm kicking i'm still Perfect. kicking Perfect. Good. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to fly or something oh, yes. yes and there's lots of kicking too so. Yeah, yeah. Do you do any anything else on Wednesday? Uh, so Wednesdays, um, I've just come to an arrangement with Mount Batten now where I can spend time in the water with athletes to do one-to-one -one work. Okay. So uh, if any athletes, uh, I've got a few that want to do some one-on-one you know, -on -one work, then uh, 30 minutes in the pool. Okay. Uh, and then they they can spend another 30 minutes, I think, if they because they have to buy their access into the pool okay. unless Great. they're already members. Uh, then they can go and practice for 30 minutes, yeah, that sort of thing. Great. So, yeah. Cool. And that's Wednesday. Then no running on the Wednesday. Uh, no, in the evening. Apart the from the yep, sorry, the uh, newbie the group new, in the, the evening. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're back there. Okay. Yeah. So I might do some strength work with athletes, one-to-one -one strength work. Okay. Um, so your one-to-one -one stuff just fits in. It yeah, fits kind of in like around round. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So in terms of the the sessions, then Thursday. Thursday is tempo. Ah, so so that is a new official. So this is a new one that okay. uh, I've just started up. Um, um, so it's just taken off, but the whole purpose of it is to start to do some slightly faster work. 
long, longer, uh, longer sessions or reps than you would be doing uh, on the track. Yeah. Um, predominantly make most of the area um, around um, uh, the landing craft or maybe um, uh, the plum. Okay. So, so you're out in the front. Yeah. Yep. So last week, for example, it was 1600. Then we did fourteen hundred. Then we did twelve hundred. Then we did eight hundred. Okay. Uh, and you know, there was one particular athlete that um, wanted to do it, or not wanted, but needed to do it at four thirty pace. So uh, I paced them for four thirty pace. Okay. That's per minute. Per minute. Per Does that mean meter. you then have to go off and do your own afterwards at your own paces, or uh, would you would you just use that as a? I would use that. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. quite a that's quite a hard one to kind of go and redo. Yeah. E- even when it's slightly reduced, it's still effort, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So okay. uh, I do need to be careful I don't overload my own training. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so that's uh, six o'clock, we meet at Festine uh, pub. Very early um, one then, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, get that done by seven, so. Okay. Uh, then we move on to Friday, uh, which is social run. Social uh, run. Seven o'clock, uh, so this one is free. Um, from yeah. Broadway. Uh, from Broadway, yep. uh, and we basically um, meet there, and it's a different route every week. Uh, sometimes um, uh, Paul Smith joins us, who's uh, a wheelchair athlete. That's right, yeah, Paul. So uh, we need to make sure, or I need to make sure that the route's suitable for him. Um, if Paul hasn't joined us, often we'll go up to Milton Common and do a little bit on the Common. Okay. Um, uh, or maybe uh, go and do some steps down at Castlefield, or yeah. So we, we okay. go in all directions basically. Um, lots of photos, lots, lots of, of good photos. times. Yeah, uh, lots of yes. coffee. Yeah, <laughs> well, coffee afterwards. Uh, but the original purpose of that was a sort of a, it was a, the complete opposite to track, mm. uh, and just trying to encourage people to run slowly. So, you know, chat, talk whilst you're running. If you can't talk whilst you're running, you're going too fast. Okay. Uh, naturally some people can talk and run faster than other people uh, and I just encourage them to do some short loops and so they will then do a loop come back behind the uh, runners that are yep. further back okay. and so we all stick together as a group Perfect. Okay. so hence the term nobody gets left behind yeah, you, so got, you, you get the immense job of task of trying to keep a group of 20 people together it's, uh, yeah. it's quite difficult yeah. often <laughs> um, there's, there's uh, another coach or run lead that will take up uh, Ted and Charlie role okay good and so we have one at the front one at the back so okay. which is handy yeah yeah so brilliant so uh, apart from me who's the biggest poser in the group oh well Mark it's got to be Mark again Mark Mark, Mark, if you're listening uh, to this, you get mentioned a lot uh, on this show. Uh, Eric's a bit of a poser. And <laughs> yes, Eric. Suze, Amanda, they, they like their they like their pitch. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the the good thing is, like all, no matter what photo you see on your group, everyone's smiling all yeah. the time. So yeah. it's yeah. They, but if you, if you if you can't have fun whilst you're running, then you know it's yeah, it's part of part of it. What so, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. Even even in those harder sessions that we were talking about earlier, you, you do have fun in them. No matter how, like I mean, today I was really struggling. Like I just did not want to go out. I didn't want to start. I could feel the wind, but I had fun. Mm. You, you crack jokes. You make fun of yourself. You yeah. tell yourself to shut up. You tell other people to shut up. It's <laughs> just you just keep going, don't you? And yeah, uh, yeah I think there's like that, that's key, isn't it? It's definitely have fun mm. while you run, even when you're really really deep down not having yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But having the other people. Yes, it comes coming back to track. What I love about it, in particular, is that yeah, you know, people just are so supportive, and you know, you see somebody perhaps just a little bit in front of you, and okay, my goal is to stay with them or catch them up, mm. um, and you know, you'll be passing you know some slightly slower runners or the faster runners will be passing up, and yeah. they're also encouraging stuff and. Um, 
just encourage each other to try that a little bit harder. Yeah. And when you look around, you see everybody struggling into the wind or yeah, yeah, being yeah. battered by the rain or admiring the sunrise. Yeah, we're now at the time when, when it's oh. cloudy, then yeah. we get the sunrise. So Beautiful. we can turn the lights off and um, mm. yeah, it's brilliant. Lovely, really mm. nice. So that's um, that's uh, Social Friday. So Friday morning, yeah. Yep. And then um, endurance swimming in the evening at Ravelin. So I've uh, oh, okay. Um, okay. Different place. Yeah. Yep, worked with Ravelin to get a lane there again. Okay. And um, six-ish athletes. Um, can take up to eight, but I prefer not to. It gets a little bit too busy. Okay. Um, and basically, it's a an endurance set. So I was set a session. Um, last week it was uh, 200 meters with uh, a 30 second break at the end of 200. Okay. Um, with every third 25 meter being hard. Okay. Are you in the water as well? Or? No. So I coach from the side. You eat cake and drink coffee. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I watch and uh, provide advice and of suggestions yeah, as yeah, to yeah. how. Um, how the uh, how the athlete could perhaps improve their stroke or yeah a lot of the time it's a lot of a lot of swimmers have problems not problems but don't appreciate how low they need to be with their head okay yeah um, sure. so as you said all technique and just it yeah, is yeah yeah and one of the simple things with swimming and, and head position is if the bubbles from when you're breathing out because you should be breathing out all the time when the bubbles are around your goggles then you know your head's too high okay what you want is you want the bubbles coming up around your neck Right, so okay. that's a bit of a cue that people can use just as to whether their head's in the right position or not. Oh, okay, interesting. Because um, obviously you can't see your head in the water. No. So, and, and if it's quiet enough and the lifeguards give me uh, permission, I do do some videoing, but um, uh, both at Manbatten and uh, Of course, at, yeah, you've got to be careful now. Uh, I can't yeah, get phones out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm always very conscious and talk to the, the lifeguards and okay. poolside staff before I do anything okay. like that. So. Right, yeah. But we do, ha we do have that opportunity occasionally. So, that's good. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Uh, so that's then Friday, Friday, 7 o'clock yeah. Yeah, in the evening for an hour. Okay. Um, Saturday's um, early again. Saturday, early, 7.15. Okay. Um, I haven't told anybody this, but for some of the longer ones, we might move it to seven. But this is a hills session, okay, um, and it's very much focused on technique and technique about running uphill, but also technique in running downhill. Lots of people don't really know how to run downhill; they don't practice running downhill. And in a race, you can win a race on running downhill. Yeah, uh, unless of course it's a flat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But it's also a great way of building strength. Mm. Um, your quads take a bit of a pounding when you're running yeah, downhill. Hard sessions, yeah. Um, as opposed to say your calves when you're running uphill. Mm. Um, so I I run this with the athletes. So okay. I'm, I'm running part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that's good. On the whole, um, sometimes I'll do a reduced session depending on my own needs, but. Um, we start, uh, well, we meet at Wigley Lane uh, okay. near the Churchillian, mm -hmm. 7.15, and uh, depending partly on weather conditions, partly on whether it's going to be a nice sunrise or not, that depends which side of the hill we drop down okay, to. Okay, perfect. So yeah. I mean, there's, and there's no shortage of oh, hills around there. It's massive. Brutal hills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> much so, as I hate using that word, but yeah, they are pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what, um, again, I introduced hills because it's just another... Um, E not easy, nothing's easy with running, but it, it adds variety into your weekly running diet. That's another of your, of your favorite flavors. It is, yeah. yes. Variety in your running diet, diet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if you run flat the whole time, if, you, if you're always running at the same pace, always running flat, for sure you're, you'll improve, but you hit a ceiling mm. and you won't be able to get past that ceiling. So it's just a way of getting past that ceiling. 
absolutely so, um, so yes yeah, so that's Saturday morning hills and it's not part of the sort of coached uh, programs but we will invariably then go and do a park run afterwards okay um, and it's amazing you do a hill session <clears throat> and you think you're going to be tired and uh, your legs are going to be a bit uh, achy but we finish uh, the hill session at quarter past so that gives you 45 minutes to get to uh, park run mm. uh, plenty of time for south sea uh, for lakeside for yep. um, great sultans always want to go up and do the queen elizabeth one that's yes yeah save that for your actual hill session perhaps <laughs> maybe because it's a no no hill session by followed by hill session oh. would be awesome um <laughs> but you know, you've, you've just spent the last hour doing all this hill work and you, you don't think you're necessarily moving that fast. You then get on the flat, especially down at South Sea, and that plum, and you go. You go. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's not unusual for uh, the athletes that have done the hill session to then do a PB. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'll often pace with individuals, or there's yeah, Mike, for example, Mike Felton, yeah. he'll, he'll pace uh, other athletes as well. Great. Um, and yeah, just in that respect, Mike's going to come on board. Yeah, we had a chat today. I'm thinking, yeah, now I can say this. <laughs> it, is, it, is this an exclusive, Steve? Are it you is. Giving, are you giving me an exclusive? I am giving you an exclusive. So Mike's helped the group a lot. He's, he's uh, currently doing his, he's got his level one uh, triathlon coaching qualifications. Uh, and uh, he's doing his level two at the moment, so I've been helping him with that. And right, so he's going to come on board. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, K2, for example, comes and runs some of the track sessions yeah, when I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul as well. Uh, but um, yeah, looking at um, um, having Mike give us a little bit more help. So Fantastic! So you're expanding the uh, expanding the coach team a little yes, bit, so to speak. Yes, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Well, and we are we are affiliated with British Triathlon, mm -hmm. so that's something new for 2014, uh, okay. 2014, 2024. Yeah, um, which gives us access to a few more opportunities. Um, spreads means that we're over, not overinsured, you can never be overinsured, but as coaches we're insured, but also now Grasshopper Coaching as a club is insured, which means that yeah, we've got third party yeah, insurance and so on okay. and so forth. So it, it's just a, another little safety blanket. Perfect. So, so that's Saturday, yeah, Hills followed by a park run and then coffee of course. Yeah. And then after that there's nothing? Nothing, uh, nothing official. Uh, but yeah, but you might have some private coaching stuff mm, one to yeah, one. yeah yeah on Saturday yeah okay. and then uh, on a Sunday again it's not official but there's normally a one or two groups that go out and do a um, what we call a, um, a long run you know, Sunday fun run bus okay so um, yeah there were 10 of us last week uh, cool. did 21k nice nice pace yep chatty pace lots of photos um, yeah, one of the one of the ladies, Amanda. She she did her longest run ever. Oh, really? Yeah, hey, yeah, which is brilliant. Ground, so that's great. Her first ever half marathon. So, because um, uh, a lot of there's a um, there's an ultra which a lot of the grasshoppers are doing uh, in May. So, run to the sea, um, okay. which is down to Brighton. Uh, so, fifty k's. Uh, we're describing it as a moving picnic. Perfect, yeah. as as you do with the ultra yes. running scene. Yeah. The picnic tables yeah. just they just keep meeting you on the route. Picnic table every ten k. <laughs> so what more do you need? Yeah. So yeah, so that's the week really. That's um, a summary of the week. So there's a lot going on, and uh, nothing specific bike wise at this point in time. But watch the space. Um, okay. Uh, I'm looking to do that. There will be some brick sessions uh, organised. 
uh, waiting for confirmation of a date in March um, for a brick session at the uh, Mountbatten track again. So we've done it before, uh, 40, 45 minutes riding and then 15, 20 minutes running. Okay. And then Which is what a brick session is. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, what is a brick session? Are yeah. you carrying, are you putting them in your backpack <laughs> or something or what's going on? So uh, that will be just uh, just prior to what Pickett's Believe and Achieve duathlon. So okay. if anybody's doing that and they haven't done a brick session and want some coaching support. Perfect doing place one, to do it, yeah, yeah. Um, there'll be a couple of coaches there, British triathlon coaches, and um, yeah, happy to talk people through transition, help people set up transition, understand what transition, Transitions all about. Yeah, um, I have run specific transition sessions before, but incorporating it into a big workout actually mm. um, it works out pretty well. Okay, so, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Wow, so that's the week in uh, in the life of grasshopper. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> and, and the grasshoppers with with a few <laughs> other ad hoc. So yeah, like that big sessions and ad hoc the. Mm. Uh, uh, the new fast runs, correct? Yeah, hoc, yeah, yeah. And of, and of course, um, the occasional social evening as well. Yes, which is um, yeah. yeah. Well, we we've had a couple of um, uh, sessions at Broadway before, uh, cocktails and yeah, dancing and partying, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a quarterly karaoke night. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard the about these. Yeah, I've yes. seen the photos and videos. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> runners um, do not make good singers. Uh, we are there are actually <laughs> a couple of really good singers in the groups. Are so they really? Yeah, yeah. No, and once they get behind that microphone, it's brilliant. There's no stopping them. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we go down and and take over the Kings Pub and and have, okay. a, have a great time. Brilliant. So, a few beers yeah. uh, for those that want, or yeah. Uh, formed formed a real a real good community there. Yeah, I think no, you've got a, a lovely bunch of people, kind of, yeah. you know, not only spending time on the track and in the water yeah. and stuff like that, but they're actually meeting outside yeah. of work and yeah. organising their own things. things. And yeah, which is what it's all about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So There's lots of good chat in the group and people are just yeah yeah. Um, but it's it's not exclusive. You know, more, anybody's welcome to come along and yeah. try. Um, yeah, come and meet the crew on a Friday morning. Emily, a lady called Emily, joined us on on Friday last last Friday for the first time okay and she fitted in like yeah uh, yeah really well being absorbed into the collective yes yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah no it's, it's brilliant I yeah I I had a lot of difficulty moving to a fee-based um, format but at the end of the day, as you said earlier, this is yeah, I'm a professional coach. This is yeah, this is my livelihood now. So exactly, exactly. and I think what you do gives value to runners, and yeah, there's there's there's, there's, there's a cost to that. You yeah. know, it's cost you money to train up, and uh, it's um, you know, this is what you've decided yeah. to do with your life, and I think yeah. I think it's great what you're doing. Um, so um, just just in respect of that, I've I've just been told by British Triathlon that I've been accepted on a high performance uh, coaching uh, program. Oh, congrats for this year, which is brilliant. Cool. So. Um, yeah, it's four weekends away. Um, so yeah, that in itself there comes a cost, the cost of the yeah the course Absolutely. itself. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. You delve into more psychology and yeah different aspects of coaching, okay. which um, yeah I'm hoping then to be able to bring back and apply within the perfect within the grasshopper world. That's it. Taking uh, you, you're kind of a sponge. You go there and absorb it all. Yes, and then like, <laughs> squeeze it all out into your athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, brilliant. So, so Steve, like as we come to a close, obviously, because mm. um, I'd, I'd love to sit and chat with you for ages, oh, but yeah, we, yes. we better go. And uh, I know you want to get to the gym as well. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you just, what does it mean to you, and how rewarding is it to see people achieving their goals, running together, laughing together, like we've chatted about, smiling through the sessions, knowing that you've kind of like built the structure to kind mm -hmm. of do, do do it from? Must be quite oh. quite rewarding. 
Well, I don't believe it's a job. Yeah, the usual sort of saying, yeah, if you love what you do, it's it's not work. And yeah, I can be yeah working on something at ten o'clock at night, and I don't mind. Yeah, because yeah, I appreciate the mm. people will, will appreciate the, the value from it. They'll get something from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting up at five thirty in the morning is not an issue for me. I, I I'm I'm relatively early bird, but. Um, knowing that you know, you're going to be out there with people d doing what they love and helping them do what they love is brilliant. You know, what more could I ask for? Um, Excellent, I love that. And, yeah. and and is there anything? I know I kind of asked you this before in the previous show, but you've probably forgotten <laughs> anything you want to add about the running community down here. And I know we've touched on a few other groups that yeah. have formed as well, but generally, from your point of view in the south here, and. and your your kind of opinion on, on what's happening like do you do you feel good about it as a positive do you think it's a it's a great kind of community it's kind of growing well yeah the there's there's been a, a raft of new running groups that have um i was going to say popped up materialized developed over the last couple of months three months maybe um and it just goes to show how how broad the number of runners or how deep the, the running community here is in in south sea and portsmouth yeah. which is brilliant um, yeah, the more people we can have been active and out there supporting each other, um, then yeah, uh, it, it can't be anything but positive uh, to have people moving. And, and I, I think post-pandemic, people suddenly have realised that, well, it's actually quite nice to connect with people again. Yeah, um, there's a lot of that going and, on, yeah. And there's a lot of, yeah, and on social media you see in London, in Bristol, in Edinburgh, all these all these running groups are popping up. Um, uh, there's one in London I want to get up to on a Friday night if I can one time, and yeah, they get all the lights out and have the music going, and yeah, yeah it's like a yeah, even even local park runs, yeah, they're nearly hitting 500 now on mm. at South Sea on a weekly basis. Okay. 500 runners is just yeah, brilliant. And as yeah. and as we said, there's there's still a very small percentage of the population yeah. running, um, yeah, totally. so there's 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 a lot more benefit to come. Uh, yeah. um, um, but from a grasshopper perspective, yeah, I, I'm 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 different to a running club. Yeah, I am a running club, but I'm yeah. not. Well, I'm not a running club actually. I'm a, a multi-sport club because obviously we do the swimming, yeah. we do the biking, I do the strength. Actually, I haven't really talked much about the strength on a Thursday night. I forgot that bit. Well, there we go. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're adding we're adding a little extra yes, bit in the end. Yes, it keeps um, coming. Yeah, so seven thirty for an hour uh, uh, indoor strength session. Because uh, I'm a PT, okay. um, uh, qualified as a PT, and um, it's all about balance and body work and uh, bands and movement that's specific to runners and swimmers. Okay, very very useful and something yeah. that yeah, like I've said before in the shows that we that we all neglect. We, um, we do. Yeah. So and my pricing model is such that I've actually tried to make it as a as affordable. I think it's for a member it's like four pound. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, uh, trying to make it as as acceptable or as as reachable as possible. Yeah. So, Perfect. and that's why it's part of the newbie sessions. Yeah, strength is a really important part of the newbie session. Mm. Well, great way to end off with a uh, good advice there, Steve. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Um, I, I always ask a, a couple of recovery questions. Sure. So, so I've just picked a, picked a few. Okay. Just to pick from, but um, so here we go. Very very quick fire questions. Uh, someone who's influenced your running oh, well, in your life. That would have to be um, some of the coaches from the endurance team uh, that I was with in Australia, Renata mm -hmm. um, in particular, um, but a guy called Ross as well, yeah, big influences. Uh, the model that I've adopted 
for grasshoppers is actually very common in Australia, that model. Okay. Um, and works really well and you build a really strong community. Okay. Um, Perfect. Um, can you recommend a good running film or book to the listeners? Anything you may have read or seen? Um, Raw. Raw, um, okay. Dr. Stacy, what's her surname? It's about, it's about diet. No, so no, this okay. is specifically uh, a book written about um, running for ladies. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Because, yeah, to coin a phrase, um, yeah, female runners are not little men. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, with lots of hormones and yeah, different makeup. A lot more complications yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, just, just different biology so she, and everything. So, yeah. so Raw has just been republished and they've updated it and taken into account all the latest findings and survey, not surveys, but um, uh, uh, work that they've done specifically uh, with ladies. Fantastic, um, yeah, oh, that's so great. Yeah. I haven't got my hands on a copy yet, but that's, I, I read much of the old version, I want to get my hands on the new one. Okay. That's great, that's, that's, that's a great answer, because obviously we've had some female ultra runners on the show, yes. the last, yeah, last couple Helen of shows. Helen was the last one, I think. Helen yeah. and Victoria, and um, we've spoken a lot about kind of races, race yes. terminology, um, female participation. Yep. It's, been, it's been great, so that's, that's, mm. that's good to see. What, what's just as a side of that, at the moment in Australia, the three leading marathon runners, um, in Australia, obviously from a female perspective, uh, two of them have children, and uh, all of them are in their forties, I believe. Wow! Yeah, there you go. So yeah, don't just because you're yeah of that age doesn't mean to say you can't run distance. Exactly, exactly. And no matter what you've yeah your setup in life or mm. whether or not you've got kids or not, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess if you're yeah if you're you're running well, you're training well, you're eating well, you're looking after yourself, but. More importantly, it's good to see that these kind of resources are coming out. That yeah. people now, you know, the, the science is being used yes. in favour of women as well, not just men. Because no, yeah, because running's yeah. for everyone. Good. Well, Steve, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on again. Much Pleasure. appreciated. Yeah, and it's good. been great to do it in yeah, person. And the biscuit. There are two biscuits left. So yeah, I think we've got so one each. One each. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, thank you so much again. And yeah, listeners, hope you enjoyed that. And we'll have to maybe get you on in the future and see yeah, uh, love to. When, when you've got complete world domination. Yeah. Well, there's a few other things happening in the background. So uh, look forward to sharing those with you. Thank you very much, Steve. Take care. All the best. Okay, cheers.